A Warrior's Heart, a reading by Grammy. Hello, my sweet munchkins. This is a story written for you by my dear friend, Danny Cherie. Won't you listen and learn how the fairy could lose something so very important so that you may never lose your wings? Chapter five, Never Alone. Elizabeth, I'm here. Call out to me. That's all you have to do. Elizabeth. Elizabeth sat up suddenly. Breaking through her shelter, she searched for the fountainhead, for she knew it was his voice she had heard. However, her heart failed her as she looked around and realized she was still in the swamp and the fountainhead was nowhere to be seen. Shaking her head with deep disappointment, she determined that his voice had to be part of her dream. Elizabeth was immediately overcome with anger. Oh, why did I even want the fountainhead to be here. After all, he was the one who stole my wings. He's not a friend or my savior. Yet in her heart, somehow Elizabeth knew that wasn't true. It was then she remembered seeing these words painted on her bedroom wall in small handwriting. He called forth the heavens and the earth and formed every living creature to his liking. With those words, Elizabeth's teaching from her young days flooded back to her. Elders of the clan were the ones who told of the fountainhead and his mighty power. They spoke of the beginning and how it was the fountainhead who created every blade of grass to every star in the sky. The elders also told of times when the fountainhead lived among them, teaching the love of his creations. Elizabeth remembered the elders' fondness as they spoke of those days, their eyes distant as they wished for past times. Elizabeth once asked the elders where the fountainhead was now, and with that question, their faces immediately filled with a mixture of sadness and anger. They never answered, but rather dismissed those questions. So naturally, Elizabeth's young mind figured the fountainhead was only a myth. For how could she believe in someone she did not see? Though now, Elizabeth understood her foolishness, for she had never even tried to see him. <sighs> Taking a deep breath, Elizabeth began to create a plan. She would find the fountainhead and ask him the question she had brewing in her mind and make him give her wings back. So, with a new determination, Elizabeth stood up again and began the trek through the dismal swamp. Oh, if I ever get out of this wretched place, I will never complain about anything ever again. Elizabeth mumbled to herself. Now, is that a promise? A tongue hissed into her ear, making her scream. 
Leaping back, Elizabeth spun around and came face to face with her biggest fear, the slithering python. Chills shot throughout her tiny little fairy body. You look so disappointed. I want you to know I'm hurt. I thought you'd be happy to see me. Evil laughter filled the swamp. Every hair on Elizabeth's skin stood straight up. Somehow he had found her. The snake that didn't seem like any normal snake, for it was the biggest snake Elizabeth had ever seen. Its scales were fiery red, and its tail was like an endless trail of fire. But what scared Elizabeth the most about the snake were his eyes. They were as big as her, and they seemed to have the ability to see anything and everything. When they looked at her, it was like they were looking into her very soul with desires to destroy her. Why do you shake? I promise not to hurt you. You ought to be safe with me. Before Elizabeth knew it, the snake had wrapped himself tightly around her and lifted her up close to his mouth. You have made me wait too long for this. He smiled. I will no longer be made a fool by a mere fairy. It's time you are put to sleep for a long time, my sweet Elizabeth. The snake hissed at Elizabeth and his foul breath sprayed her body. Immediately, as if waking up from a trance, she began to fight back. His grip was way too tight, causing Elizabeth to lose her breath. Fountainhead, please, please help me. I need you, please. Elizabeth cried out desperately with her last bit of strength as she was slowly lifted into the snake's mouth. Put her down now, Abaddon. A deep, loud, commanding voice boomed over them. Elizabeth began to cry as she recognized to whom the voice began. To her surprise, the snake did as well, for she began to feel him tremble. Oh, King, is this one yours? I had no clue. You know, she is in the territory that you marked as mine. So I figured she was up for grabs. The snake tried to say it lightheartedly, as if they were only talking about a piece of meat. You can't fool me, Abaddon. Do you really think that I am blind to the way your tongue drips with lies? I see you. I know your ways, Abaddon. King, I... At a loss for words, the snake stuttered and began to recoil. Enough! Release her! fountain commanded. 
The snake released his grip and Elizabeth fell to the ground. Oops! The snake hissed as he slithered away into the dark recesses of the swampy mud. Elizabeth, close your eyes, said the fountainhead. In an instant, a brilliant light filled the swamp and amazingly, Elizabeth was once more in the fountainhead's garden. Only this time, she rested in the safety of the fountainhead's embrace. 